0: Petri Wine brings you Basil Rathbone and Nigel Bruce in the new adventures of Sherlock Holmes. The Petri family, the family that took time to bring you good wine, invites you to listen to Dr. Watson tell us another exciting adventure he shared with his old friend, that master detective, Sherlock Holmes. And as for me... I'd like to talk about those few minutes you have while you're waiting for dinner every evening. That's the perfect time for a glass of Petri California Sherry. Petri Sherry is the best beginning a good meal ever had. You really feel like you're enjoying the good things of life when you take time for a glass of Petri Sherry. Hold that glass of Sherry to the light. Look at it. It's a beautiful dark amber. Yes, and Petri Sherry is clear and fragrant, the way a good wine should be. Now taste it. You've got something. That Petri Sherry has a real heart-of-the-grape flavor. Oh, and look, if you like your Sherry dry, you know, not sweet, Petri makes a fine, dry Sherry. It's called Petri Pale Dry. And if you don't know yet which you prefer, the regular Sherry or the dry, why not try both? Don't buy one, buy two. But just be sure you always buy Petri. (laughs) And now let's look in on our old friend, Dr. Watson. I'm sure he's expecting us. Good evening, Doctor.
1: Good evening, Mr. Bartell. Draw up your usual chair. I'll get on with tonight's new Sherlock Holmes adventure.
0: Well, how did the story
1: begin, Doctor? It was One day in the autumn of 1887, I remember, Holmes and I were seated on either side of the fire in our Baker Street lodgings. The great man, his eyes half-closed, his long, thin fingers pressed together, lay back in his chair, filling the room with large blue clouds of tobacco smoke, and discoursing on one of his favorite subjects, Professor Moriarty. I can almost hear him now, Mr. Bartell, as he said...
2: Oh, holy, Mr. Watson. The organiser of half that is evil and nearly all that is undetected in this great metropolis. Oh, surely that's an exaggeration. Oh, um... isn't my dear fellow... He's a brain of the first order, and his agents are numerous and splendidly organized. He himself sits motionless like a spider in the center of his web. But that web has a thousand radiations, and he uh, knows every quiver of each one of them. <laughs> it's fortunate for me that there's only one Moriarty. If every criminal were equally astute, I'd be in bankruptcy within the year. I don't
1: think you need to worry about bankruptcy, Holmes. As I came in just now, I picked these letters up from the whole table and put them into my pocket, here oh, thanks, old chap. They uh, didn't look like bills to me.
2: I observed the crest of the Duke of Carlisle on the top envelope. Oh, dear oh, yeah, me. 500 guineas. His grace is extremely generous in his evaluation of my services. I don't agree, after all. You did save him from a shocking scandal. Oh, listen to this, Watson. <laughs> I seen you yesterday when you come to the cricket match. You wasn't watching the cricket. If you value your life, keep your filthy long nose to yourself. <laughs> <laughs> and it's signed Joe the Butcher. <laughs> long nose. Who on earth it? Joe the Butcher? Oh, man, a criminal that I was instrumental in sending to prison for a short term. He flatters himself, though. I was watching the cricket. No idea that Joe was back in practice again. I'll just keep an eye on him. Hello. No. Letter on Carlton Hotel Stationery. Now, I... I say, this is interesting. Very interesting. Oh, no, say, how? Huh? Dear Mr. Holmes, I've been informed that you are a man of ability and discretion. My life is in grave danger and I need your help. Upon receipt of this letter, come to my hotel at once. I shall be expecting you. And it's signed, uh, Francois Dulac.
1: That's rather isn't it? No, please, just come to my hotel at once. Who is this uh, Dulac, anyway? What's not,
2: fellow? We were talking of Moriarty just now. I have a feeling that this letter may lead us to him. Well, what makes you say that? Francois Dulac, the writer of this letter, is recognized in France as the one indisputable authority on the paintings of Jean-Baptiste Greuze. Well, I still don't see the connection with Moriarty. If there is one thing Moriarty loves, more than the dazzling abstractions of mathematics and even more dazzling achievements of crime, it is the paintings of Greuze. The suggested combination of impending danger and a grower's expert spells Moriarty to me. Get your hat and coat, old fellow. We're off to the Carlton Hotel to see Monsieur Delac Lac at once. <laughs>
1: To unlock the door? No, no,
2: no, chap. Huh? We don't want to attract attention to our prospective fans. I tell locks wouldn't be very hard to pick here. Yeah. The skeleton key should do the trick quite easily. Well, the man at the desk downstairs said that Mr. Delac was in his room. You know, Watson. He said he thought he was in his room. Uh huh. Easier than I anticipated. Come on, let's go in. It doesn't
1: look as if. Anyone's occupying this room? No signs of any personal belongings? No clothes hanging in the wardrobe, no luggage. Well, and yet
2: he is still registered
1: here.
2: Hello? What's this stain on the carpet by the bed here? Great Scott, is it? It's a bloodstain, Watson. Bloodstain? And the stain is still damp. I'm afraid we're too late. Come on. We'll do no more good here. You're not giving up, Holmes? No, of course not, my dear fellow. Let's see what we can find out from the hotel manager. I refuse to believe that in the 19th century a distinguished foreigner can vanish into thin air. Yes, Monsieur Dulac did have a visitor early on today, Mr. Holmes. Do you remember his name? I think it was Perkins or Parsons, but I'm not Mm -hmm. sure. Can you describe his appearance? I think so, Mr. Holmes. He was a very tall gentleman, Mm -hmm. tall and thin, with deep-sunk eyes. King shaven? Oh, yes, sir. He had a high forehead and a funny way of moving his head from side to side. Oh, yes. Right,
1: Joe Holmes, that's almost an exact description
2: of Moriarty. Exactly, Watson. Have you seen Monsieur Delac since this, uh, Mr. Perkins or Parsons called on him? No, I haven't, sir. But his visitor came back only an hour ago. He had some men with him. They carried some large packages out of the hotel. Packages? But not luggage, eh? No, packages, Mr. Holmes. Has Monsieur Delac received any other visitor since he arrived here? None that have been here to see him, sir. But I understand that Sir Henry Davenant has been most anxious to get in touch with him. Sir Henry Davenant. Thank you. I'm extremely obliged to you. Come on, Watson. Always proud to be of service to Mr. Sherlock Holmes. The plot begins to clear, Watson. Well, what makes you say that, huh? Sir Henry Davenant is a millionaire whose art collection is world famous. A year ago, the papers were full of his latest acquisition, the gem of his collection, Jean-Baptiste Greu's painting, Young Girl with a Gazelle. And now it would appear that for some reason Moriarty wishes to prevent a meeting between Sir Harry Davenant and Monsieur Dulac, a Greu's expert. Now, do you see why the plot begins to clear? Very good, but what are you going to do? Davalon said to, uh, to something of a hermit. He won't have anything to do with officials, interviewers, and people like that. But we know that he wishes to consult an expert on the paintings of Jean-Baptiste Greuze. The next move should be obvious, old chap. me, you mean that you'll impersonate one? Certainly. If a Greuze expert is what he wants, then a Greuze expert is what he's going to get. I must say, your disguise is, is amazingly effective. Uh, monsieur, <laughs> uh, you do me the great honour. Uh, if I appear convincing to the astute Dr. Watson, how can I fail to convince Sir Henry Davon?
1: Oh, my dear fellow, it's uh.
2: marvellous. <laughs> Pulling the gun. <good>. Yeah. <laughs> Here we are, sir. Sir Henry's house. Well, let's hope for the best, old fellow.
1: Uh, I don't know exactly what a French art expert looks like, but I could certainly believe that you were one. I only hope that I can be equally convincing in the role of a patron of the
2: art. You certainly look upon, part, Good afternoon. Can I help you? Uh, my name is Vernet. André Vernet. I am most anxious to make the acquaintance of Sir Henry d'Aaron.
0: I'm afraid that Sir Henry is extremely difficult to see, sir. I can tell him you're here,
2: but he very rarely gives interviews. That is a great disappointment to me. Perhaps uh, you would just go and tell him I am a pupil uh, and a disciple of the great François
0: Dulac. I will do what I can, sir. Uh, Come in, won't you, gentlemen? Uh, If you'll wait here for a moment, I'll take your message. Uh, What was the name again, sir?
2: Andre Bernet, And this gentleman is Mr. Watson. Very good, sir. Well, we got into the house. Now let's hope that you can impress the master of it. Not as easy a task, I fear, Alpera. I'd like to match opinions on the paintings of Brewers with an expert. My own knowledge of the subject is uh, somewhat sketchy, my yes, afraid. Yes, and mine is absolutely nil. Girs was a naturalistic painter who flourished at the close of the 18th century, and though his painting command a fabulous fee in this day and age, he himself died in great poverty. So... Shh, 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 shh! Someone's coming.
3: Monsieur Verne, will you and Mr. Watson come with me, please? Sir Henry is most anxious to meet you.
2: Merci, mademoiselle.
3: My name is Violet Jackson. I look after Sir Henry's art collection. Indeed,
1: a very pleasurable job, I'm sure, my dear. From what I hear, he has a magnificent gallery. He
3: has one of the finest in the world. Yeah. His latest acquisition is the famous young girl with the gazelle, by Cruz. Oh, but I'm sure you know all about that, Monsieur Vernet. I think you said in your message you were a student of the great Dulac.
2: I have that uh, inestimable privilege, mademoiselle.
3: Oh, this is Sir Henry's study.
1: Morning.
2: Oh, uh, thank you, Violet. Uh, you may go. Yes, Sir Henry. Uh, you're Verne, uh, I'm sure, and uh, this is Mr. Watson? That's right, Sir Henry. Mr. Verne is staying with me. I see. Well, uh, sit down, won't you? Uh, look, Verne, uh, you're a friend of Dulac's, aren't you? I think I may claim that honour, monsieur. Then why in thunder can't I get in touch with him? He's staying at the Carlton Hotel, isn't he? He uh, was uh, or has been staying there, monsieur. Oui, I've left half a dozen messages for him, asking him to come and see me, and he hasn't answered one of them. I can't understand it. It's most important that I see him. Uh, monsieur is in some trouble, perhaps? Perhaps. Uh, now, you fellows are familiar with the painting by Gros, the young lady with the gazelle, aren't you? Oh, yes, Sir Henry, yes, indeed. Oh, you are, eh? Oh, what do you think of it? Well, uh, uh, one of the well, greatest uh, works, uh, in my oh, humble oh, opinion, oh, monsieur. Oh, oh, uh, of course, I have only seen a reproduction... Uh, but it seemed to me uh, to have a freshness and vigor of the flesh tints, a great firmness and brilliance of line. You are indeed uh, fortunate uh, to own it, monsieur. Oh, don't know about fortunate. cost me 40,000 pounds. I still say you are most fortunate, monsieur. Uh, would you grant me the honor of uh, to examine the original? Well, I don't know whether I ought to. I, I've had to guard it very carefully ever since this... Uh, Oh, but perhaps in your case I can make an exception. You received threats regarding the painting, Sir Henry? Yes, I have, Mr. Watson. And they've worried me so much that I've even thought of engaging the services of a private detective. Oh, monsieur. How very interesting. The Duke of Carlisle strongly recommended a fellow by the name of uh, Sherlock Holmes. I was seriously thinking of going to him. Instead of which... He has come to you, Sir Henry. In fact, it will save us all a lot of time, I'm sure. Well, what kind of horseplay is this, sir? Who the devil are you? My name is Sherlock Holmes. Then why do you come here masquerading as a French artist? Because I, I'd I heard of your aversion to giving interviews, and I wanted to see you urgently. I felt that in the character of a supposed growers expert, I was... Uh... Most likely to gain immediate admission. Well, then, uh, your friend here? Uh, Dr. Watson, my colleague.
1: Well, it's all turned out for the best, Sir Henry. You wanted to consult
2: Mr. Holmes,
1: and he was most anxious to see you.
2: Yes, yes, yes. Well, I'm glad you fellows are here. Uh, You see, I'm devilish worried about that gruse of mine. Oh, why, Sir Henry? Well, I bought it at an auction. There was another man bidding against me all the time, and when it was finally knocked down in my name, he became most insulted. He seemed unable to bear not owning the picture himself. He told me bluntly that I wouldn't enjoy it long. Well, I didn't think much about it at the time, but lately I've been receiving postcards repeating the threat. I don't like it, that's a fact. Well, you've kept those postcards, I hope, Sir Henry? No, threw them in the fire where they belong. Oh, it's a pity, sir. Can you recall the name of this uh, bidder at the auction who threatened you? No, didn't know his name. Can you describe his appearance? Well, let me see. He was uh, tall, uh, bean-shaven. Mm -hmm. And a curious habit of moving his head from side to side. Mariachi again. Yes, old chap. My supposition was correct. Now, tell me, Sir Henry, is the painting safely guarded? Well, I'd say that it was impregnable, Holmes. It's not in my regular galleries. I had a special strong room built for it when I started to receive these threats. It has a lock to which only I know the combination and a special clockwork device that so controls the room that even I can only enter it during certain daytime hours. And yet, Sir Henry, with such thorough precautions, you appear to be frightened. Why? Well, I hardly dare trust my own shadow home. As you possibly know, one of Greuze's pupils, a certain Madame Ledoux, uh, imitated his paintings most successfully. Uh, Several of the experts were fooled. I confess that I've been frightened lately, uh, since I received the threats, that a clever man might try and substitute a fake painting for the original, if indeed he hasn't already done so. Uh, that's why I was so anxious to get in touch with Dulac. Uh, he'd know a fraud at once. A substitution would be impossible if you're the only one that knows the combination to the lock of the strong room. Well, that's what my logic tells me too, Doctor. And yet I'm very uneasy, I must confess. It's still daylight, Sir Henry. Would it be possible for us to examine the painting now? Well, oh, certainly By the way, what happened to Francois Delap? Did he uh, leave the Cotton Hotel? He did, sir. The circumstances of his departure made us distinctly uneasy. In what way? His room was empty. There were no signs of luggage, and yet. Come in. Where's Violet? What is it? This
3: note was just left for you, Sir
2: Henry. I was asked to deliver it at
3: once. Who left it, Violet? Mm -hmm. Did he give his name, Sir Henry? But he was a tall, thin man with deep, sunk eyes. Oh, what's the note say? Why?
2: It's the same fellow again. Listen to this. I told you you wouldn't enjoy the painting for long. You didn't, did you? No, it's got it its money off it. Holmes, I don't see anything funny about this. What makes you laugh? It's obvious that my painting has been stolen. I find nothing funny about it either, Sir Henry. But I must admit a certain pleasure. Once again, I'm crossing swords with an adversary who was more than worthy of my steel.
0: You'll hear the rest of Dr. Watson's story in just a second, so I'm just going to remind you that Petri Sherry could really be called the all-round, all-American wine. That's right, Petri California Sherry. Now, the reason I say that is... Because Petri Sherry is not only a swell-before-dinner wine, but it's a perfect wine for almost any occasion. When company drops in, serve Petri Sherry. After dinner, when you're just sitting around chatting, Petri Sherry again is just right. Believe me, you couldn't ask for a better all-round wine than Sherry. You couldn't ask for a better-tasting Sherry than Petri. Petri Sherry. Well, Dr. Watson, you kept me on the edge of my chair so far with your story. What happened next? Did Sir Henry Davenant take you to see his famous painting? He did, Mr. barton Together with Miss Violet
1: Jackson, we descended countless flights of stairs. Doors opened where no one expected a door to exist. Finally, after walking down a narrow stone staircase that turned and twisted, we came up against a blank wall. It seemed that we could go no further. But at a time clock, a combination of numbers and a hidden door slid back. We stood in the interior of a small room. A room with no windows and hardly any light. A an painting stood on an easel before us. This incomparable girl's painting of a young girl with a gazelle. We stood looking at it for a brief moment and then... Sir Henry Davenant.
2: Oh. Heaven, the painting is still safe. Yes, Sir Henry. If it still is the same painting...
3: It looks the same, Mr
2: Holmes. Yes, it does to me. But that remains that... Only Francois Dulac could tell us if it is the same or a brilliant copy. Yes, and
1: Monsieur
3: Dulac has
2: been, uh, silent. So it would seem. Of course, we could ask the experts at the British Museum to pass judgment. Yeah, but how could it have been stolen? It'd be impossible to smuggle it out of here and replace it with a copy. Well, there's only one way of being absolutely certain. With your permission, Sir Henry, I should like to make a test.
3: You're going to take a sample of the paint, Mr. Holmes?
2: Yes, that should give us certain proof. Well, very, very, very well, uh... Yeah, you'd better do it, Violet. But be careful. Remember, the painting cost me 40,000 pounds.
3: And my new fragment of paint will be sufficient for the test, won't it, Mr. Holmes? Yes, indeed. But with my fingernail, Sir Henry, I'll scratch off a tiny sample. Hmm.
1: Firstly, I think it's a dashed fine bit of work whoever
2: painted it.
3: There you are, Mr. Holmes. Is that enough Splendid, Miss Jackson,
2: you? splendid. Thank you. Please put it on this envelope for me, will you? That's it. And now, Sir Henry, I shall return to Bake Street and analyze this paint. Within an hour, I shall be able to tell you whether the painting is worth £40,000 or a plugged party. Well, well, Holmes, did you uh, make the test? I did, Sir Henry. And? I'm afraid there's no doubt that your painting... Oh, fraud. a sample of paint that I examined was manufactured not more than 25 years ago and Grose died in 1805
1: well I still say that it's a fine
2: painting Whoever did it have it
3: myself. I agree Dr. Watson in fact I'd be glad to buy it it's a brilliant copy and more than likely it was done by Madame Ledoux
2: you're remarkably quiet Sir Henry 40,000 pounds 40,000 pounds no no no
1: sir put that knife down Holmes, help me grab him. Uh, Don't worry, gentlemen.
2: I'm not about to commit suicide in despair, if that's what you're thinking. Now, why are you grasping that knife, sir? Because I have work to do in my strong room. I'm going to use this knife to
3: slash that lying canvas into 40,000 pieces.
2: Well, I suppose you're right, Violet. It's childish to mutilate this door.
3: But... It's a brilliant fraud, Sir Henry. I'd like to have it. I'll buy it from you gladly. Buy
2: it from me? You can have it. Go and make arrangements to have the wretched thing taken away at once. I don't want any frauds in my collection.
3: Yes, Sir Henry, and thank
2: you. Now, Mr. Sherlock Holmes, I'll pay you. If you can tell me how the original painting was stolen, well, Sir Henry, the how must here precede the who. And the how I must confess seems impossible. Yes,
1: I agree. This is the sealed metal room. The only entrance is through the door that has a combination that only
2: you know, Sir Henry. perfectly true. It's impossible for anyone to enter this room without my being present, or I would have sworn it was. Examine these walls, Watson. Might be a secret panel. Uh-huh. Ventilator. No method of entrance here. Huh. Well, you'll find no flaws, I'm sure. This room was built like a giant safe, And the time lock on the door is equally solid. Is the time lock working now? Yes. It started five minutes ago when we opened the door. But don't worry. It's perfectly safe with the door open. But when the door's closed, it couldn't be reopened again, I take it, sir. No? Not until the morning, Doctor, no. I had the lock specially designed. Very ingenious. This presents as pretty a problem as ever I've tackled, Sir Henry. A large painting stolen and a fake one substituted in a sealed room to which only you have access. I must confess, the how seems utterly impossible.
1: Remember what you always say, Holmes. Throw out the impossible and whatever remains, no matter how improbable,
2: must be the possible. Now, let's consider the who for a moment. Is your butler absolutely reliable? Absolutely. Now, how about Miss Jackson? Oh, completely trustworthy. Brought letters of recommendation from most of the leading art galleries in London. Intelligent, too. (laughs) And serious-minded. She's made a deep study of mathematics as well as her knowledge of painting. Mathematics? How do you know that, Sir Henry? Well, she had a book with her the other day. (laughs) I was surprised that the title could have been a novel. But no, it was called The Dynamics of an Asteroid. And it was inscribed to her by the author. Dynamics of an Asteroid and inscribed to her by the author... Thank heavens for your memories, Henry. That book was written by Professor Moriarty. Violet Jackson must be an accomplice of his. Violet? What, I... The door! Come on, stand it shut. Yes, and it's not very hard to guess who that someone is. Oh, but I, I can't believe that Violet is a cruel... Look, look, there's, there's a note being pushed under the door. Oh, strike a match, will you, old fellow? Right, sure. What's it say, Holmes? Forgive my unladylike. like eavesdropping. But with Mr. Sherlock Holmes as near the truth as he is, I'm afraid it would be unwise for me to remain here any longer. On the other hand, you are in no danger of smothering in the strong room, but your imprisonment should delay my pursuit till morning. Father Jackson. He's escaped at Holmes. Don't worry, Watson. Jackson's failure to procure the painting for Moriarty will land her in a far worse dilemma than anything we could subject her to. Moriarty has never tolerated failure on the part of his minions. A brilliant plot, a brilliant plot. Moriarty is at the zenith of his powers. How fortunate that we were able to foil him. What do you mean, foil him? My paintings being stolen. Your paintings, Henry? Oh, no, 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 no. It's, uh, it's here in this room. What on earth are you talking about, Holmes? You reminded me of my own dictum, Watson. I discarded the impossible. It was impossible that the picture had been stolen, therefore it had not been stolen. You mean that... This painting is the original good? Yes, yes, of course, sir. Surely the whole plot is crystal clear now. Uh, Just about as clear as porridge to me. (laughs) Well, then, let me explain. The whole episode of Francois Dulac, the note to be the empty hotel room, and the significant bloodstains and the apparent disappearance of Dulac were all part of Moriarty's plot. The real Dulac never left France. Moriarty created him in England to lure me into the case. Why in thunder should he want to do that, Holmes? Yes. I should think you're the last person he'd want on the scene. Oh, on the contrary, sir. He knew that I'd grab at his bait. The apparent murder of Grose's expert who would make it seem likely that your painting had a substitute, to Henry. He wanted me to test the painting, which I did. I fell into his trap very neatly.
1: The paint, Holmes, you said that it was no more than 20 years old. Yes, my dear
2: fellow, the uh... answer should be obvious. I see it. Violet was his accomplice had prepared the painting beforehand and carefully scraped off a piece of modern paint. Exactly, Sir Henry. And Moriarty had assumed, quite correctly as it turned out, that as soon as you thought your painting was a fraud, you'd want to get rid of it. And
1: that girl was going to take it out of this house with your full approval and, of course, turn it over to Moriarty. What a fantastic scheme.
2: A devilishly clever one, old chap. If it hadn't been for your chance remark about the book on mathematics, Sir Henry, I'm very much afraid the young lady with the gazelle might even now be on her way out of your house, Holmes. I can't tell you how grateful I am. I'm going to express that gratitude in a very material manner, I assure you. Thank you, Sir Henry, but I wouldn't dream of accepting a fee for this case. I've been shockingly obtuse. I might easily have let them walk away with your pleasure, right might under our noses. Uh, uh, we locked in here for,
1: for the
2: night, sir? I'm very much afraid so, Dr. Watson. Oh, I shouldn't be surprised if the butler notices our disappearance and comes looking for us. But he won't be able to open the door... It'll need a professional locksmith to get us out of here. <laughs> well, really? It looks as if we'll spend a, a very cheerful evening. <laughs> don't be gloomy, my dear fellow. Oh, gloomy. You're locked <laughs> in with one of the loveliest girls in history, and she's genuine at that. Strike like another match, old chap, don't we? What? Let's, uh, let's look at her once again. Oh.
0: You, that was not only a swell story, but I really learned something. Oh, good, 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 Mr. Bartell. And just what did you learn? Well, uh, this fellow, gers the painter. Yeah. <laughs> I know this must sound stupid to you, but until you mentioned his name, I'd never heard of him before.
1: <laughs> you, you, Holmes mentioned his name to me. I'd never heard of him before, either. <laughs> but then... We'll never learn about the good things in this world unless somebody
0: tells us. Exactly. That's the way I feel about Petri wine. Oh, no, no.
1: Wait, wait a minute. Now, here's the way I look at it. Oh, there so are thousands
0: know. of people who know about Petri wine and love it, right? Yes, but... But uh, even though it's oh, a wonderful oh, wine, no. there must be some people who don't know about it. So I tell them about it. And I tell them about the Petri family and how they've been making wine for generations and how they've been handing on down from father to son, from father to son... The fine art of turning luscious grapes into delicious wine. Yes, and when I tell them that the name Petri on a bottle of wine is the personal assurance of the Petri family that every drop of wine in that bottle is good wine, well, that's all you have to know. So it adds up to this. If you want a fine wine for any occasion, you want a Petri wine. Because Petri took time to bring you good wine. Sherlock Holmes adventure was written by Dennis Green and Anthony Boucher and was suggested by an incident in Sir Arthur Conan Doyle's story, The Final Problem. Music is by Dean Fossler. Mr. Rathbone appears through the courtesy of Metro-Goldwyn-Mayer and Mr. Bruce through the courtesy of Universal Pictures, where they are now starring in the Sherlock Holmes series. The Petri Wine Company of San Francisco, California... Invite you to tune in again next week, same time, same station. Sherlock Holmes comes to you from our Hollywood studios. This is Harry Bartell saying goodnight for the Petri family. This is the Mutual Broadcasting System.